Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. On some days, we feel in control of our life. But on some days, if not most, we feel like we're all over the place getting distracted easily. It's fair to say that in general, we all want to have better focus in our lives. When we talk about discipline, a rigorous way of living and focus, who better to turn to than a samurai? And not any samurai, the greatest of all times. Miyamoto Musashi is the greatest Japanese swordsman in the history of Japan. He won a total of 61 duels in his lifetime. And think about it, it might seem not that much 61, but even today, and they're not fighting with real swords and dying, but most of the champions in MMA, mixed martial arts or boxing, most of them, the greatest ones and the ones that lasted the longest in their career, have about 40-45 combats. In a professional level, of course, they fought in more amateur competitions before getting to a professional level. But still, just to give some perspective. So Miyamoto Musashi survived and won 61 duels. His most famous book is The Book of Five Rings, where he describes his principles and rules for life. Obviously, we have to take into consideration that these are principles from the 16th century and also from someone with a very particular lifestyle, but still they are very relevant, if not more, in today's life. It doesn't mean you need to apply to the T each and every one of them, but at least what you can do is listen with an open mind See where you fit in that principle, where you're at, what you're doing, what you're not doing. And also maybe, who knows, tweak some things and get inspired by some of these principles to become more focused in your life, which is the goal. So today we'll look at seven principles from that book by Miyamoto Musashi that will give you more focus in your life and help you reach your goals. First one, never let yourself be saddened by a separation. This can be about people, it can be about objects, it can be about wealth, it can be temporary or it can be ultimate, doesn't matter. But often separation leads to suffering because we were filled by the presence of that thing or someone and when it's not there or they are not there, 
we feel a lack, a sense of emptiness. But that happens because we thought that this thing or that person was a part of us. And when they are taken away, it creates a hole. To take to the other side of the spectrum, and obviously it is a bit extreme, it is said in Buddhism that all we truly own is our mind. Even our bodies are not ours. And when we think about it, it is true. Life is full of separations. Things and people come and go all the time. And in the moment, we might feel that sadness or that emptiness. But think about people or things in your past that in the moment you felt that emptiness or sadness. But today, I'm guessing, obviously, you got over it. So it shows the perspective of sometimes we feel something in the moment. But then later on, we realize that actually we're very well ourselves and we can still be full and happy without that someone or that thing. And just to give a different perspective, and I know we're diving into the samurai's way of thinking today, but in the book, The Five Levels of Attachment by Don Miguel Ruiz, and I've done a whole complete episode in the past about that book, it is explained that a certain very little level of attachment to things or people or circumstances is healthy. But as soon as the attachment becomes too strong and it becomes a part of us, it can lead to more harm than good. And by the way, being detached doesn't mean that you don't care, but it's simply accepting that it's something external. It's something outside of you and you are full without that person or that thing or that circumstance. All right, so second principle, resentment and complaint are appropriate neither for oneself or for others. If you want, there will always be something to complain about. But if you focus on what should be, you don't focus on what is. The more you complain about others, the less you focus on yourself. And people will do what they want. It's not always going to be as you wish. Actually, it's probably even more often not going to be as you wish. And that's not going to change. So don't try to change the world. Change yourself. Focus on yourself and your world will change. And as Rumi said, yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. So try catching yourself when you feel that frustration or resentment or when you start sharing complaints with someone or even with yourself and realize how not useful this practice is. What does it truly bring to you? Does it make you feel better? Does it solve any problem? Not really. It's just a waste of time. Not just a waste of time, a waste of your focus, of your energy, and actually it's even hurting you in the process also. So it's not even neutral, but it's actually even hurting you. Third principle, don't let yourself be guided by the feeling of lust and love. And this is a bit tricky because obviously it's coming from a great samurai that was so dedicated to his craft and to his practice that most probably anything that got in the way or didn't help 
him becoming a better fighter and a better warrior was in a certain way a bad thing. So it is obviously not just this one. Any of those principles, we have to take them with a grain of salt. And actually with any opinion or any theory or any wisdom from anybody, what we need to do is just be open-minded and then take whatever works for us, whatever we feel that can bring us closer to a better version of ourselves, to a happier life, to a more fulfilled life. But the reality is, like any feeling, it's true that love and lust can overcome us. Because in general, emotions are not the best guides in decision making. Actually, they're not good guides at all. When we feel emotions, it's not a bad thing. It tells us something about how we feel, what a certain situation, what a certain person, what ourselves are going through. But it's not the moment to take a decision. And it's clearly not emotions that will drive us to grow and to also reach our goals. I think in today's modern world, it's not true love necessarily that is bad for us, but the overwhelming options, the possibility to date so many people casually without really building anything meaningful. That, I would say, is a distraction and could be a waste of time. Again, nothing is white and black. You could be going through a moment of your life that this is exactly what you need. But obviously, we're talking about longer patterns, not just an exception or a very temporary thing. And actually, finding someone that can elevate and support you and inspire you is actually a big asset for your growth. But that's obviously my personal opinion in today's world. So for sure, it's not the same as his or anyone else. Fourth principle, in all things have no preferences, because basically what he says is that having preferences can lead to disappointment and frustration. We get weaker when we give outside circumstances the power over us. And it also kind of comes back to the attachment to the outside circumstances that is always a double-sided blade. When it's your way, you're happy. When it's not, you're angry. So my interpretation is not necessarily to have no preferences at all, but embracing whatever life brings us and make the best out of each situation. Because of course, with experience, you will see what circumstances you prefer, what is better for your well-being or your happiness or your growth. So I think it's not a matter of being neutral with everything and having strictly no preferences, but at the same time, not being too much attached to them and also not letting disappointment come in whenever it's not, quote unquote, as you prefer. Now, number five, and clearly Miyamoto Musashi doesn't live in Canada, but the principle is be indifferent to where you live. So basically, he traveled across Japan. He lived in caves and in castles. But his discipline, his training, his way of life and his well-being remained the same. And when we put aside, obviously, the country, the weather, but we bring it more to our daily lives, it's so true that today people care a lot about the living environment, each detail in our homes, the furniture, the decoration. 
There's nothing wrong with that. But again, if we're too attached, we're at the mercy of everything being like it is or else we won't feel good. And also it can lead to the I'll be happy when phenomena that a lot of us live, meaning I will be happy when I get this new job. I will be happy when I get this new home. So again, it brings you to start noticing all the little details that are not perfect where you at right now. It gets you also to not live in the present moment and not make the best out of it, but just think of the next thing that you want and need in your life and then you will be good. And the reality is that this sense of fulfillment that follows after moving into a new place is temporary. The true fulfillment comes from within. The satisfaction and dissatisfactions in our lives come from the inside, not the outside. So sure, if you have the option of living in a beautiful hot country compared to Canada where there's three meters of snow on average every single day of the winter, I'm just exaggerating slightly, but for sure, I don't think this principle is to be taken to the T, but on a daily basis, we should be more indifferent to our external environment, not care too much about each and every single detail in our home. Of course, create a home that we feel good in, but not obsess about it and spend more time decorating and buying new furniture, quote unquote, for our internal home inside of us. Number six, also another one that might make you want to stop this podcast or hate Miyamoto Musashi, but bear with me, please. Do not pursue the taste of good food. And that's also actually a principle that the Stoics also encouraged a lot, saying that people should enjoy more the simple food. This one, of course, I think it's more true to people that maybe eat a lot outside or care too much about, you know, always trying new restaurants and new cocktails. And there's nothing wrong with that. Bear with me what it can create longer term if it takes control over you. So the reason why we should just enjoy simple food and not pursue the taste of good food is that when we get used to eating fancy, we stop appreciating the simple food. And it's true that the love for food can go out of control and it can lead to gluttony or sickness and being unhealthy. And even if it doesn't, just on a regular basis, a lot of us don't take the time to simply appreciate those daily regular meals and eat slowly and be grateful for each meal. So the lesson I would take out of this is really just training yourself to number one, not give in to cravings because that means this thing, that food, has control and power over you. And also just simply to remember the beauty and the deliciousness of simple food, a fruit, a vegetable, a piece of chicken, whatever you eat, doesn't matter. But whatever it is, and logically not something incredibly processed and super sweet and salty and sugary and fatty, but just regular simple food, coming back to enjoying each meal and being grateful for it. 
And final one, number seven, do not hold on to possessions that you no longer need. So logically, we possess things that are useful, that make our life easier and better, or that make us happier. But in a way, the more we own, the more the things we own, own us. Meaning, you need to pay for them. And then you need more because maybe you just bought something new and that's actually the Diderot effect that also there was a podcast about it. But you can get very easily in this spiral of always wanting something new. Also, on another side, if you're surrounded by possessions, you give more importance to them and therefore you give less importance to you. Why do you think that today we give so much importance to brands? And I have nothing against necessarily those brands, but Apple, Nike, Adidas, all those brands make us feel a certain way. And we have obviously different reasons to buy these brands. Sometimes it's literally just because of the usefulness, but also a lot of people attach importance. You can just scroll through your Instagram and see people posting brands or how even the advertisement is done by those companies, how people associate with brands. And the more we do this, the less importance we give to the human being behind the brands. So bottom line, we should be more focused on bettering ourselves, pursuing our goals, and the less the things around us that we buy or that surround us at home that don't help us on those missions, and actually they rarely do, the less importance we should give to them. So just to summarize quickly the seven principles from Miyamoto Musashi on how to gain more focus in your life and reach your goals and live a more fulfilling life. Number one, never let yourself be saddened by a separation. Number two, resentment and complaint are appropriate neither for oneself or others. Number three, don't let yourself be guided by the feeling of lust and love. Number four, in all things have no preferences. Number five, be indifferent to where you live. Number six, do not pursue the taste of good food. And number seven, do not hold on to possessions that you no longer need. And I know, and I'm in the same boat. Some of these, I'm like, "Mm, I don't think I want to play with that principle. But let's all be open-minded and still give a little bit of reflection and challenge our ways of seeing life, of seeing what's good and what's bad, what's a thing we should do or we shouldn't. Because that's the only way you can grow and also that's the only way you can test your beliefs and your ways is by bringing something that is opposite to that and challenging your own perceptions. If not, if you don't challenge it, if you don't even think about it, you're obviously just going to keep on living as you live and nothing's going to change. On that, I hope this was useful. I wish you a wonderful day and I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. 
Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself. To the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.